Welcome to the Accounting on Purpose podcast series. In this series, we focus on accounting not as numbers on a page, but as a language. And with any language, it's about communication and finding shared meaning. Topics include things from what is a debit and credit, right through to how we use accounting to tell the story. What I wanted to share today with this crisis that we're all sort of working through at the moment is there's a couple of learnings that it would be good to capture. I mean, I think there's, there's some things in terms of businesses have learned or had to adapt very quickly to some changes in their operations to continue that, make sure they survive, but also to continue their operations and hopefully reach the other side. In some respects, it's a little bit, I'm sure there's people out there who say, I told you so, um, in terms of having these processes in place before these crises happen. Um, but where you don't have them in place, well, it's a great time to capture your learnings and, and put these things in place for the next time a crisis happens. And I just want to touch on two of these areas today. One of the, well, the first one um, is in terms of being able to do change management and specifically rapid change management. So where you need to implement something quickly, but you still want to do it in a way that you know, minimizes the risk to the organization. So normally a change management process, um, again, this is sort of diving into the governance of an organization. Best practice is always, you know, have some documentations, have, a pro, have, have the process documented, have people responsible for, for steps of it. And quite often, um, there's a very large planning element that's put into it. Now, this has been changing in recent years to more agile type of a process where there's less planning before you start and more planning during the process. And what we've seen with the health crisis is that people have had to change like right now. There's, you've got hours or maybe days to plan, but literally it's, we have to get this done now. How do we do it? And this rapid change process helps sort of intuitively people have worked out the, the right way to do the change process. So yes, there's a bit of planning, but it's a decision on what you need to do, execute, monitor, and replan. So you're doing a, a very quick feedback loop, which is requiring a lot of extra communication, but also requiring people to take accountability. So it's very similar to an agile approach of change management where you do one step, review that step, see what's happened, see what's changed, alter your, your plan if it needs to be altered, but keep going. And basically you're planning as you're going. So you're changing something, you're executing it, and if that doesn't work or it could work better or it has a flow on effect, you're making changes on the fly and going through it. Rather than doing a whole heap of planning up front, detailed, exactly how it's gonna work, testing before it's live, there's no time to do any of that. It's like it's live now. So working from home is a perfect example of that. A lot of organizations have gone, well, we just all need to work from home like tomorrow. How do we get that done? There's IT infrastructure to get in place. There's workplace health and safety. There's how do we communicate? How, do we, how does the office work? How does the culture work? And effectively, it's like deal with each of the problems as they come up in a priority. And most organizations are getting there with that. You know, some, some organizations that I've been working with hadn't even thought about the cloud yet. They still had their old servers on-premise and they've had to go through a very rapid change of moving their data onto the cloud, doing a risk management process around that, and it's all worked. And why it's worked is because they've brought the people in, they've given people accountability to get the job done, and if 
they've just let them get the job done. They've only, they're more focusing on where things aren't working rather than trying to check that everything works. I think that's a great learning for organisations and what I'd like to see come out of it is that you capture what you've learnt in terms of the process so that your organisation can become more agile so when there is a change in the industry or there's a change in the way you want to do processes that you can adapt using the learnings you've learnt now so that effectively rather than taking a year to implement a new process, you can do it in a month, which would have massive benefit to your business. The other area that I think has been a big learning for organisations, and some organisations you think would already have this in place, is business continuity planning. So a plan of, well, if there's a crisis, what do we do? And it's related to change management, but it's more about, well, you know, usually the business continuity talks about, well, if the office burns down, or if there's a flood, or... Um, we have a cyber attack, what happens, how do we piece it together so we can continue operation. What a lot of people do, they have a plan, they have a team who are basically like coordinator of the process. So like something goes wrong, team comes together and they sort of give the directions to get things moving. With the health crisis happening and all of a sudden lockdown happening, a lot of businesses didn't have this process in place. So it was like, well, uh, what do we do? Who, who can do this? So there's a little bit of working that out and having to effectively work out your business continuity plan as you're executing it. Um, but that's what we've all done. We've all had to go through that process now. So we've all effectively done a business continuity process. So now as things are stabilizing to a degree, it would be good to capture that and say, well, if there is another crisis or if there is another lockdown in the future, what are the steps that we're going to follow? And it shouldn't be that hard because you just look back at what you've done and want to capture what you've done and maybe have a little bit of a think of was there things that you could have done better? Um, probably I would say the, the majority of things is that one thing that people could have done better is actually know what they would, who's going to be responsible for what before the problem happens. But that's all been sorted now. So I think... As much as this has been a very trying time and very unsettling, I think there's a lot of learnings that business can capture and can actually learn and grow from this experience so that when we come out the other side, they're actually in a much better place from a governance aspect to deal with any future crisis or become more agile in the business that they're in. So that's, uh, that's it for today. I uh, hope you enjoyed the discussion on what we might be able to learn in the current crisis. If you liked what you heard today, feel free to subscribe to the podcast series. And if you'd like some more information, check me out on LinkedIn. I'm happy to connect and answer any questions you might have. Otherwise, thanks for listening. It's Justin Hogg from RightSource.